I think sometimes people are like, oh, do I have to do this forever? Right? And I mean, listen, you guys care enough to be listening to a podcast about it. But so what is the ultimate goal? Like, how do we know if we're there? Mm. Welcome to Salad with a Side of Fries. I'm your host, Jen Trepic, talking wellness and weight loss for real life. We're here to clear up the myths, misinformation, bad science, and marketing to teach you how to eat and how to cheat. Are you ready? I'm having salad with a side of fries. Happy Wednesday, friends. We are here another week, another episode. We're back with William. Hey, I'm happy to be back for number two. Yeah. Before we dive in, did you hear the big announcement? We launched the Salad with a Side of Fries membership program. It's now officially 2020, which means your membership benefits start this week. As a member, you'll receive recipes, curated articles, and studies to dive into topics we're not necessarily covering on the show, plus additional discounts from me, your host, Jen Trebek, and all of our partners. And all of this will go right to your inbox. Plus, you'll have access to live sessions with me exclusively for you. All of this is yours for just $10 a month. This week, to kick everything off, our members are actually getting two recipes. The first is a Southwestern stuffed acorn squash. Think seasonal and super easy to adjust to be plant-based. And my absolute favorite, black bean brownies. Trust me, you guys, I know you just rolled your eyes, <laughs> but no one who tries them will have any idea that they are so nutrient dense. They are gooey and chocolatey and just delicious goodness. So if you want these recipes too, it's super simple to become a member. An easy three-click process. You pay with Apple or Google Pay and in less than 30 seconds, you're a member. To get started and learn more, click the link in our show notes or go to glow.fm slash salad side of fries. Thanks to everybody who's already joined. We're super excited to help you make 2020 your healthiest year yet. Again, that's glow.fm slash salad with a side of fries to learn more and get started. So you too can enjoy this week's Southwestern acorn squash and mouthwatering black bean brownies. Okay, back to today. So this one is an interesting one. Um, we're calling it the ultimate goal. Hmm. So most of us, when we start this process or when we decide to make this a priority, <laughs> right, we have a reason for doing it, you know, and I think for some people, it's the number on the scale. It could be a personal accomplishment, like running a marathon. Right. Um, you know, remember that movie, Brittany Runs a Marathon? Did you ever see that? No. Oh, it was actually really cute. It was really well done. But it, the whole idea was like, she started running a marathon or she wanted to run the marathon and then all these other things in her life became healthier because uh, interesting. she was training for the marathon. Right. So it can kind of become this snowball thing. I know for other listeners of ours, it's really just about raising healthful kids. Mm. You know, maybe this isn't something that you've ever struggled with, but we live in a world today that, you know, bombards us with information and food messages and, mm. you know, navigating all of that with kids. And then, you know, there's other people I know where they're like, I just want to walk up and down the steps and not be winded. Yep. You know, or sitting on the New York subway and only taking up one seat. Mm -hmm. Right. You know that feeling. Um, but most people kind of when they embark on this, they know where they're headed. 
or they have an idea of why this is important. Right. You know, but then, you know, maybe you don't. Right. And if we don't know where we're headed, then I think it can be really hard to get there. <laughs> Ooh, you need that roadmap. Yeah. And essentially, right, all these things that we talk about, it's the vehicle, but you decide where the road is headed. We're just in the vehicle that moves you down the road. Right, right, right. So thinking about kind of for yourself why this is important and, you know, that, that honestly could be a whole other episode, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um but, you know, I know for you, like, you've had a history with some of this stuff and, you know. Well, one of the things that I share with you is, like, I grew up a chubby kid, mm-hmm. right? So I look in the mirror today and I see that chubby kid. And I tell people that story and and they don't, they don't understand because they weren't there when I was, yeah. you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, whatever it was. Thank goodness I had one of those summers as kids do and you finally get your height and you finally catch up a little <laughs> right. bit. So. I always used to joke that like I'm not overweight I'm just three inches too short. <laughs> exactly <right>? exactly <laughs> but you know I also shared that hey I grew up in East Texas um, the and and I'm a little bit older than some of the listeners so when we were growing up there Maybe. wasn't there wasn't as much focus on nutrition and all of that so there were plenty of times where I would come home come home from school latchkey kid I'd eat a bag of Cheetos like that was just that's what I did that's how I rolled and ding-dongs and whatever else there was so there, there wasn't um there wasn't that awareness right so it it and it was very easy to become that chubby kid like all mm-hmm. these different things right so um, at some point, and it really was probably when I moved to New York is when it really happened. So this, I mean, we're talking almost 30 years ago, something, something clicked inside of me. I started going to the gym because I was mm-hmm. the exercise was always missing for me. Right. So, so then it was all about just what I ate. So then what I, I sort of found this balance, especially in my twenties and pretty much into my thirties where I could kind of eat and drink what I wanted. But then if I exercise, it kind of balanced each other out. But meanwhile, as your body gets older, that changes, as we know. And a lot of people have that philosophy. And I think this deserves an episode because <laughs> people hate me when I say you can't undo your food with exercise. Right. <laughs> you know, and, but what, and, but I digress. And there is an endpoint to that, by the way. Your body yeah. <laughs> eventually catches up. But the great thing about, I think, the, my journey with that is that I, I got so, I got the, um, I ended up exercising and getting the payoff. I got all the endorphins. I got all that kind of good stuff, right? So that became such a habit that as my body started changing and I was like, ooh, I got to watch what I eat. And I got it like, it made it so much easier because there was such a foundation of year, day after day after day of doing mm-hmm. the exercise. And that's, for me personally, that's super important to yeah, keep like things in balance. Yeah, like exactly. of your wellness. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, so I think for a lot of us kind of defining what the end game is, right? Whether it's weight loss or energy or sleep, you know, like where are we headed? You know, hopefully everybody's focused on decreasing body fat, right? As we know, BMI is BS. We Mm. just want to measure body fat percentage. Right. Um, You know, eating healthier, improving our metabolism, improving our blood sugar management is a big one, especially as people age. Um, you know, not skipping meals, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, leading by example to demonstrate, you know, what this looks like. And so, and I know getting there requires 
a lot of effort and energy and focus, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think sometimes people are like, oh, do I have to do this forever? Right? And I mean, listen, you guys care enough to be listening to a podcast about it. But so what is the ultimate goal? Like, how do we know if we're there? Mm. Right? And so I have sort of a little checklist that we can run through of like places where we can check in with ourselves to say, are we there? But before we dive into this checklist, let's take a quick break to acknowledge our partner for this episode and give you guys a gift. Today's partner is Lumiere de Vie Skincare. Founded by Amber Ridinger McLaughlin in response to her own experience of mere marginal results from countless costly creams, she realized the revitalization of her youthful skin could only occur if she developed the next generation of skincare products herself. After working closely with beauty scientists and exploring the most advanced ingredients derived from the earth and sea, Amber created this extraordinary line. Lumiere de Vie is in a category all its own, yet it's more affordable than competing brands. Lumiere de Vie is the next generation of skincare designed to promote the natural healing process of all skin types and complexions. The extensive line of luxury skincare products is designed to address all skin types and concerns with the highest quality natural ingredients and powerful formulas that help heal, soothe, moisturize, and protect. Lumiere de Vie acts as first aid for your skin. The result, rejuvenated, luminous, beautiful looking skin. And I didn't forget about all you men out there. They have a men's line too. Skincare for the modern man starts with Lumiere de Vie Homme, a brand featuring classic products with proven results, uniquely formulated with high quality, effective ingredients that penetrate even the toughest skin. This distinctive line works to combat uneven texture, dryness, and fatigued skin. Elevate your skincare with fresh, innovative formulas designed for every man. All right, and I'll tell you guys, People ask me all the time what skincare I use. This is it. Lumiere de Vie is my favorite. And I'm particular of, particularly a fan of the needle-free serum. Yes, it is exactly what it sounds like. Minimize those fine lines and wrinkles without needles. So to get 10% off your order, text the word SKIN, S-K-I-N, to 844-947-947. 4846 and you'll receive the link and a coupon code right to your phone. Again, simply text the word skin to 844-947-4846. And this is a toll-free number, but of course, message and data rates may apply. All right, now back to our checklist so we can determine if we are there, quote unquote, right? So number one is with your measurements, are you where you want to be? Or are you happy where you are? Even if it's not where you want to be, is this a really happy place for you? So measurements, you're talking waist size, Mm -hmm. right? Body fat percentage, right? right? Are we in a healthful place, you know, with our body fat, even if it's not the number on the scale that you originally had in your head? Could that also be measured by do my clothes fit me like I want them to? Because that's how I measure it. Yeah, exactly. One of my clients used to say, you know, am I wearing my clothes or are my clothes wearing me? Ooh, like that. Right? Shout out. (laughs) (laughs) She knows who she is. All right. Um, Do you journal regularly? Right? So how do we sort of have this mental check in Mm -hmm. with ourselves? 
are you currently eating at least every four hours while you're awake to keep our body functioning? Right. Are you eating protein and fiber at every meal? Right? We all know. Dare I go an episode without (laughs) saying it? (laughs) Including snacks, I might add. Um, Are you eating six to 12 cups of veggies every single day? How many people do you think eat six to 12 cups of veggies a day? Only those who are paying attention to it. Mm. Yeah. And measuring it and tracking it. Yeah. Right. And like, I don't, you know, especially when it comes to vegetables, I say don't drive yourself crazy. Like, I don't care if you're eating extra vegetables, you know, and you don't need to measure till the point that you drive yourself crazy. But six to 12 servings of vegetables is really, am I eating a couple servings of vegetables every time I eat something, including snacks? Isn't there something about your your plate or whatever you're eating should have a varied amount of color on it? Yeah. Yeah. Like we with our kids program, we teach kids to eat by the rainbow. Mm. And then we do a thing with your hands. So if you put your two hands together with your pinkies and the sides of your palms aligned, right? So mm-hmm. that's so you've like two handfuls. Right. Sort of. So that's how many vegetables we should have. Okay. Take one hand away. That's your protein. Okay. The hand that's still there, make it a fist. That's your grains and starch. Oh, look at that. I learned something. Right? That's what we teach the kids. <laughs> it's also <laughs> what you teach, William. Right. <laughs> so your vegetables and then also your fruit, right? We only need a couple servings of fruit, but are you getting those in? Are you getting your quality fats every single day? Right? I know this is one that a lot of people... I think unnecessarily cut down and cut out. If you're having, I said this on the episode with Chef Danielle, but if you're having issues eliminating, it's probably because you don't have enough fat. Mm. So check in with that. You did say that. And I thought eliminating was a really nice way to say what you were saying. Right. Or poop. That too. (laughs) (laughs) I said it. (laughs) Right. All right. Um, are your low glycemic impact starches or grains in the appropriate serving sizes? So we'll do an episode completely about grains, but think about grains more like a condiment. Hmm. So condiments are what? Like ketchup, mustard, mayo. Yeah. So how much of that do you actually use at a time? <laughs> Are you talking about me personally? Right. Sometimes too much. Right. Well, I have a friend who, like, there's this really funny story about, like, a bottle of ketchup. They went through, like, a Costco-sized thing of ketchup, her and her roommate, and she said to her roommate, like, oh, my God, we went through that so fast. And her roommate's like, I don't eat ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, maybe not that kind of condiment. That's hilarious. But, you know, like, a condiment is <clears throat> a little bit to get the taste yeah. or the texture or To kick or it up a flavor. little bit, yeah. Yeah. So... The average American eats more grain than an Olympic athlete's body requires. Oof. So are grains in an appropriate proportion with the rest of our food? Sounds like no. Right. Um, what are your exercise and activity habits, right? How do we know when we're there? When our exercise and activity is built into our life, right? Where it happens most days without significant extra effort. Right. 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 Um, Next one. Are you reading labels? Right. You guys love that episode. And it's a great I mean, there's a it's dense, but it's really helpful to kind of know what you're choosing. Right. So is that your default to read and understand the labels of the foods that you're eating? 
do you drink eight glasses of water each day? Right? And coffee doesn't count. Club soda doesn't count. But there's right? water in coffee. <laughs> I know. Well, we have, we have more to talk about on that one. Uh, you know, your vitamins and supplements. Like, are you taking these consistently to support your health? Like, go back to the episode about how the hell do we get here? You know, our food supply is just not what it used to be. Even if you ate textbook only the foods that you're supposed to eat and never the foods that you're not supposed to eat, Odds are you're not getting the fundamental vitamins and nutrients from the food that we're eating. That was so eye-opening, that episode. Good. That was good. Yeah. Um, all right. How often do you make choices that don't support your goal? Right? So, again, how do we know when we're there? When our default mode is choices that support our goal. Right? Rather than it being sort of this, like, constant mental I have to do battle. this. Yeah. 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 Or doing things because, you know, or punishing yourself because you, you know, made a choice that wasn't in line with your goal. It's, right? inter- it's interesting. This is making me think about how, the, again, back to the exercise thing. If, if I miss a day of working out, I have one day that's a set day off. If I miss mm-hmm. a day of working out, I, f- I feel it. I get cranky. I suddenly feel like yeah. my clothes don't like all these kind of things. But then taking that over to the food side where there's so many Mm -hmm. more variables, Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to think, how do I know I'm there? I know I'm there with exercise because of the way that I fit. But if you think about it, if you eat crappy, you feel crappy, right? So it's the same thing. Totally. If you go off the rails, you're paid for it. But I think even a big thing, like if you notice that you feel crappy because you ate crappy, that's huge. Yeah. Right? Like if we can associate how we're feeling with how we fueled ourselves, then that's a huge shift because it allows us to make decisions based on the outcome we're choosing. It's like, wait a minute, I'm going to feel crappy. I don't want to feel crappy. I'm not going to eat that. Right, exactly. Um, You know, if you go off track, are you able to get right back on and Mm. forgive yourself and continue moving forward? Yeah. You know, one of my mentors used to say, KMF, keep moving forward. You know, just keep moving forward. But so how do we know when we're there? When we do have those moments and it doesn't, you know, turn into a snowball down, you know, back down the hill. Right. Um, I love these ones. Checking in on your energy, your stress, your sleep, and your self-esteem. So checking in with those and, you know, how are they? And also how do you handle them? So when you are stressed, how do you handle that stress, mm. right? If, if we're turning to the food to handle our stress, I would say maybe we're not quite there, Yeah. right? So the word that I sort of put to all of this, right? When you have all of these in this checklist and you're like, yeah, boom, got it, right? That's what I call unconsciously competent. Hmm. Right, where your default mode is healthful, nutritious choices and always moving forward and you're not beating yourself up and this is who you are now. And you don't even have to think about it. Yeah, because right now, like when you're in the process of it, it takes a lot of mental energy. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people who will say to me, oh, I'm at goal, 
but their whole mind is still caught up in this food conversation. And so I would argue that I think there's still some work to do. Mm. You guys, William's just nodding and staring at me. I am. I'm staring, <laughs> I'm staring into Jen's eyes and thinking about, what does this mean for me? Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I, it's a check-in. Yeah. You know, and to say, and it's not a judgment. It's a check-in to say, where am I? Am I there yet? And as we go through that checklist too, like where are the pieces where you're like, this is a no-brainer. Like, I got this. I'm unconsciously competent with this piece. And then these are the ones that maybe still require some effort. That also might make it more manageable if you're identifying only where the gaps are, right? Then you can sort of do whatever changes you need to make or or, or maybe... Because I think one of the things with me with food is is... I don't want to feel deprived, mm-hmm. right? Because we know what that does. Um, never ends well. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so if you can limit the amount that you've, that if you can take that away or at least limit it and you're able to control certain pieces of it versus, like you say, completely going off the rails. Or, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. And I kind of think of it in terms of like optimal wellness, complete wellness. It's all pieces. It's not just the food and the number on the scale. Right you know, and kind of taking that approach. Um, You know, and it was this way for me, and I think it's this way for a lot of us in terms of reframing our relationship with food, you know, and shifting what that looks like and the role that food plays in our life. Well, one of the things I think that's also important is being present when you're eating your food. Mm Mm-hmm. Instead of going into that zone, I, I think, how do I handle my stress? If I've had a stressful day, my go-to when I get home is hummus. I eat way too much hummus. It's good protein, but. Yeah, but I was, nobody died from eating too much hummus, <laughs> right? Like, if that's the worst thing that happens. It's, it's not the awesome. worst thing that happens, but right. it's what I, it's the first <laughs> thing that I grab when I go home. But because unfortunately I have that. I feel sated and then I have a full dinner instead of like, oh, I actually, but I'm not present when I'm eating that hummus. That's the point. Mm-hmm. I'm just eat right and I'm comforting right. myself in some way. And yes, it's better than a martini or it's better than chocolate right. cake, but it's still, it's still, if you slow down and you sort of like really taste it, I think that I would probably eat half as much hummus when I get home. Yeah. Right. And I think there's a shift, like there's a progression in this process that I talk about a lot of times where it's sort of like the first thing we do is just identify the behavior. Mm-hmm. Acknowledgement. Right? Yep. Acknowledging yep. the issue. Yep. So like we identify what our default is. Yeah. And then the next phase is just sort of starting to notice when that happens. You know? And then the next piece in the progression is shifting that behavior to be something healthier. So you're shift in that was to the hummus Mm -hmm. instead of something else that's maybe not as healthful. And then we can make the progression to maybe there's a way that I can handle this that's not related to food at all. Right. But it's a progression. I wouldn't expect someone to go from, you know, this is what I do and I'm stressed, you know, all the way to the other end of the spectrum of like, I just think and I meditate when I'm stressed. Like, 
you know, to those people, I'm like, go away. Right? I, I, I did that one time. <laughs> of course you did. Because right? <laughs> you're that person now. I wanted to go home and have a martini. And instead, when I had something really stressful happen, and I'm like, I'm going to go home and meditate. And I did. And it was great. But do I do that every night? No. But that's also, but a, it's a progression. Like right. you didn't, that wasn't your default mode. Right. Even two years ago. Right. Right. Like we've gotten to that point over time baby steps right <laughs> listen small steps in the same direction over time are huge distances love it love it love right? it so i send this to my clients as a words to the wise about being unconsciously competent so here it is the ultimate objective is to become what we call unconsciously competent think about it what does this mean it means that your default is low glycemic impact, healthful choices. You're an active person, and without that activity, something's not right. You can handle challenging situations in constructive, healthful ways. When, without excessive concerted effort, your health is a priority, you feed your body, mind, and spirit everything it needs, then we can declare it with joy, energy, and passion. You are unconsciously competent. And you feel good. Right? <laughs> so if you're not there yet, you know, don't freak out. Don't worry. Right? Think about what needs to exist for you to be there. That's the point of the checklist, right? We can kind of check in. And what pieces do you need to work on? Where do you need support? And, you know, taking care of yourself and setting yourself up for success. You know, you know do what it takes to become unconsciously competent. Because your health and your life frankly, depend on it. Yeah. <laughs> and I can tell you from experience, once you're there, it's a whole lot more fun. Yeah. So join me. You're there. <laughs> I know you. You're there. I keep gazing into Jen's eyes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm under her spell. Right. I guess. <laughs> For better or worse. <laughs> you're mine now. <laughs> Any final thoughts on your unconsciously competent life? I will tell you this, the the whole the whole baby step thing, like that's like that can apply to so many things in life, right? So even if from this conversation when I go home and I want to grab the hummus, being present and maybe eating a little bit less. But then also it's like, okay, well, what can I figure out? What can I go do? Maybe I can go meditate for five minutes because actually I'm that guy now, so I actually can do that. But whatever it is that you do, try it. You try it. And if you hate it, you go back to eating the hummus and then you try something else, yeah, right? And, and frankly, it doesn't have to meditate. Like, go read a book. Great. Go, you know, scroll through Instagram. I don't know. Like, do something that shifts the thought pattern. I got it. I'm going to go yeah. do laundry because that's my other thing that I really like. Seriously? Seriously. You're mental. Like, there's something <laughs> wrong with you. <laughs> I, I should add being timely about my laundry to my list of being unconsciously competent because if there's something I procrastinate, it's laundry. You need to hang with me a little bit more. I know. All right, guys. William, thank you for being here. Thank you. Let's go out and be unconsciously competent. Yes. Um, I'd love to hear your story, so please check in with us on our Facebook page and our Facebook group at Salad of the Side of Fries podcast. Remember also our new membership program, which starts this week. Go to glow.fm slash salad with a side of fries to learn more and get started. So you will also get this week's Southwestern stuffed acorn squash and black bean brownie recipes. 
I'm Jen Trepic, your host on Instagram at Jen Trepic, J-E-N-N-T-R-E-P-E-C-K. We are Salad of the Side of Fries podcast.com. And I think that's all the things. So we'll be back together next week. Until then, enjoy your unconsciously competent life. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> well, friends, that's it for today's episode of Salad with a Side of Fries. Congratulations for making yourself and your health a priority. Thanks so much for joining us. Be sure to click subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast platform. Share us with a friend and we'll be back next week. Always remember, you deserve it and you are worth it. Happy healthy.